Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about finding meaning through symbols and the mysterious, with focus on instincts, intuition, and synchronicity, considering how the cosmos above coincides with what happens below through the synchronicity of events. You know, I, I've been living through my instincts and psychic intuition for decades. The pull I feel when energy is about to shift is powerful and comes usually months before the actual shift occurs above. Instincts remind me change is the only constant all humans share, whether we acknowledge it or not. Have your instincts been humming? Have you sensed a need to change something in your life that has to do with focusing more on your own needs? What I want to do is encourage wider dreaming, exploring, and expand your vision about the choices you make while I show you clues to finding the best answer on your evolutionary journey. It revolves around timing. New cycle begins this week through solstice and the charged Leo energy we're in will be playing out for months. Venus in Leo with Lilith in Leo until the fall. Now, again, I'm not an astrologer. I'm more like a philosophical uh, interpreter of the flow of energies and how we can attach our purpose to them. So what I offer is uh, advice, guidance on the on the tectonic shifts of the larger energies and cycles and what they mean, especially when synchronistic events accompany these changes. But we've made it through six months of evolutionary growth. Did you notice? (laughs) Have you changed since December's winter solstice? This week brings closure of this work as we begin to look in new new directions for progress. The eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio finish on October 28th this year. But the power of this last one in October, won't be on par with the eclipses of the last 18 months. With Leo archetype leading, the heart-centered fire of authenticity is revving us, revving, revving us up for work we are driven to do going forward. From June 5th until August, until, I'm sorry, October 8th, Venus in Leo And the retrograde of Venus from July 22nd to September 2nd will expand our knowledge about what we want most of all. Solstice, just a few days ago, was the starting gate. But why should you care about what I'm talking about? As creative humans, we are being challenged to consider a new way to frame the flow and purpose of our lives. What I talk about in this podcast doesn't require belief. This is a God-centered philosophy, but it requires no religion. 
You need faith in your instincts, purpose, and your authentic soul's code, which I've, I've talked about in earlier episodes, but it helps to be able to pin these hunches about yourself and your path to a timeline. Consider the possibility of this one aspect. We finished the work begun in December, which was solidified at the spring equinox, even expanded upon. A dividing line has been crossed in 2023 with the remainder of the year, a total vibe shift. Those of you who followed my guidance or suggestions, however you want to frame that, (laughs) and hopefully you used your authentic instincts to judge what I was talking about, you've set your intentions in the first half of the year and now we're in the re-tinkering, rethinking, and digging deeper portion of the creative journey. If you set your intentions earlier this year, you won't be frustrated with launches, decisions made, or big expectations as retrograde encompasses the months ahead. For many new listeners, listeners, retrograde is a fantastic time in case you didn't know. We see ideas anew and analyze what didn't work and tweak what needs an upgrade. Maybe a completely new approach will be your inspiration, even if you're talking or writing or putting forth the same kind of ideas. A new approach might be found. If anybody in the world needs retrograde season, it's Americans. Our obsession with work, fame, and approval is compulsive, and it's killing us at earlier ages than ever before. The reasons I began talking and writing about cosmic influences and and synchronicity is one part Carl Jung, whom I studied in, and I've been studying and reading since college, and in college, by the way, one part Jesus and Mary in my early rejection of Christianity's view of women and God, and one part psychic instincts I discovered as a young girl. When I began living through energetic seasons guided by instincts and tying my psychic intuition to the calendar through cosmic seasons and shifts, my entire life opened up and a magical existence presented itself. I'm in my third act. The knowledge I've acquired inspired me to reboot my purpose yet again, which creatives must do throughout their life. Experience led me to quit searching for random dates to launch creative products and instead lean in on astronomy, archetypes, and mythology offered in astrology, and how synchronicity between what's above and what humans experience below can impact our lives. What makes one day better for a business launch than another? It can be your mood, what you ate or drank the night before, or just a random, I don't know, feeling, a gut instinct. But is there something larger afoot? I've experienced the difference when I choose a date that allows cosmic energy to bolster the natural flow of creativity so the law of attraction can be tapped. There are metaphysical theories meant to be adapted to your own authentic rhythms. No doubt it's complicated because humans are affected by 
everything around us if we allow the noise to rule our choices. I'm talking about instinctual tugs that come from a mind quieted by meditative practice. It's the only way to tap mind consciousness, a portal where humans experience greater knowledge, wider wisdom, and even connectivity to the mysterious. The mysterious challenges our skeptical, quote-unquote, prove-it egos. But the knowledge acquired through the mind portal is an experience, not an experiment, to be proven. During retrograde, it's important to consider how progress slows. No, planets don't literally travel backward. It's the appearance of retro motion, where we look at them and how they appear. Retrograde is best utilized if if you're working on an existing project while making it better, reconstructing or expanding outreach, and even tearing something down to the nub to rebuild it in a different, better way. This summer is filled with ultimate experiences for seekers, problem solvers, and disgruntled creatives. The timing of the cosmic weather shifts is an option for you to consider how to spot transits that work for you. How do you do that? Well, you can investigate past decisions by comparing when you launched or decided on a business plan or a project and what the energies were at the time. Astro-seek.com will give you the planetary and asteroid placements. The archetypes and what they mean, the mythology behind it, is a roadmap in which you can compare your own life over and over again to check, and that is Moon Void. I've talked about it many times. I'll leave a uh, link uh, over in uh, the podcast uh, transcript, but Moon Void is particularly interesting if you go back in your, col- in your calendar from last year and pick, pick a couple of times when things didn't work out the way you thought. Just check to see if the moon was void. Now, it may not be. Maybe there was something else, but it's one way to see how moon void works. The energies focused on in this podcast don't require a birth chart because we face challenges through archetypal and mythological examples, no matter our rising sign or moon sign. There are 20-year cycles, like the one we're moving into of Pluto archetype in the quadrant of the sky known as Aquarius. There, There are monthly cycles, which are commonly understood as new moon launch energy and full moon endings. There are important Saturn cycles, like the one we're in now that lasts around two years. Cosmic cycles overlap, and compound, and they are part of the faded portion of human life. As a creator, a creative master over four decades into my journey, I know the challenges through experience which reveal to a person how to drive their life, career, and fulfill their personal, personal life and their professional dreams. The vibe shift 
that began this week begins six months of reconciling what we've begun while offering months of inner work, contemplation, and plotting for 2024. Through it all, keep in mind at all times where Saturn is working. I've said this before. Saturn, regardless of where it is in your, in your chart, and even if you don't know your chart, understanding Saturn and where it's going and how it works is the first thing you should understand after the moon cycles. Until February 2026, Saturn is in the cosmic placement of Pisces. Mythologically, think of this as a moment when the architect of human life, Saturn, is working in the last zodiac sign, Pisces, before this cycle of learning completes and starts all over again in Aries. The work featured includes spiritual lessons for humanity, which can be seen in more abuse scandals, but also the refusal for organized religion itself to evolve. Yes, institutions are called to evolve, just like we are. But the Southern Baptist Convention refuses. Latest news from the SBC is the expulsion of churches who still believe women are unequal to men and should stand unequal to them before God. From NPR, the issues of women serving in the pastorate is an issue of fundamental biblical authority that does violate both the doctrine and order of the Southern Baptist Convention, said Albert Moeller, the president of SBC. They, they kicked out, they, they ex- expelled five churches, two specifically, for inviting women into being pastors. This is the one reason, just one, and the abuse scandals, but just the lack of transparency and truth from organized religion going from Mormons to Catholics to SBC across the realm because you just can't trust their actions and the words they don't meet. As I've proved through this, throughout this podcast, misogyny was written into the Bible, the biblical authority, quote-unquote, uh, and church orthodoxy, going back to the 2nd century A.D. and how they chose the Bible, what made up the Bible, and the lost gospels, which I have talked about at length. Slate had, a, had an article on the other side of the spiritual reformation I've been writing and talk about, talking about, like the SBC, which is the shadow side, the side that does damage and refuses to move in to the age of Aquarius. This is a quote. The new apostolic reformation aims to take over government at all levels and also to erode institutional Christianity destroying all doctrines and denominations it sees as obstacles to the kingdom of God. That's from Salon.com. This is an anti-evolutionary as it gets. But there's always a segment of humanity who refuses to level up and evolve, somewhere between 25 and 30%. 
This is the shadow side of Pisces I've just been talking about here, which Saturn comes to expose and bring lessons, tests, and karma to the evolutionary deniers. Authentic spirituality comes from within, not authorized from an egocentric group. Joining won't manifest your soul's purpose. This is a holy quest for your own personal grail. Archetype Saturn in Pisces symbolizes karmic debt and pushes what must be forgiven, accepted, and dispelled into the light. Secrets will be exposed over the Saturn in Pisces era. But the main event, the main event I'm talking about weeks early, which determine faded eclipse points, is about to change. The moon's nodes will change from Taurus and Scorpio to Aries in Libra. This means that from now on, minus the final Taurus full moon partial eclipse on October 28th, through 24 and 25, the faded eclipse seasons will center around I am Aries in the North Node, which is our future, and we the collective South Node, which is what we must let go of and expel to evolve. North Node is where we must go, while the South Node is what's comfortable that we must shed. Progress is made through discomfort and taking strategic risks. Evolution isn't easy, but it is the way. With the North North Node in Aries, we feel fiery purpose through Mars, the the sign's ruler, which helps us with intentions, manifestations, and promotes engagement and evolutionary actions to propel us into our future. The shadow side of this energy is seen through egocentric actions without a conscience of what our plans deliver to the collective. One note Relationships will take a different turn coming uh, in the coming uh, months when Aries and Libra are in action. The individual is up front, not the relationship, but eat what each person wants individually. Parents should take note. I don't know what that means for your kids, but they're going to probably be a little more strong-willed, let me say. Don't be surprised. Couples who don't respect each other's sole purpose could split. In politics, I'd say the changing of the nodes bodes positively for special counsel, counsel Jack Smith, who's on the side of truth and justice, as is D.A. Willis in Georgia. Egotists will get their comeuppance. The cycles humans traverse are fated events meant to shape our lives through instincts we respect and listen to. These cycles are layered. We process their effect through our mind while our computer brain spits out information we we must weigh and sometimes ignore for what we hear in the silence when we meditate. Retrograde periods are no accident because they come after months of open space where humans can play and launch and expand. 
Humans require moments of rest, reflection, and reworking of life as we evolve, but also when we refuse to listen to ourselves and make the changes we know our gut, we know in our gut we must. Procrastination has consequences, but the cycles do return in a different way so we can rectify our lack of bravery, even cowardice, or stubbornness. But the outcome won't be the same because of the changes that continue. When we miss a moment that's ripe for us, there is a price to be paid. It's called regret. We pay for decisions we refuse to make because the only reason we're here is evolution. You're going to fail. I've failed too. I mean, I've learned so much from my failures. Life isn't a mortal experience that ends unless you choose this direction through your lack of imagination and vision. Life is a transcendental trip through the mysterious and back out into the mundane where we tinker and change and evolve from where we began. Our journey blasts off when we synchronize our life to the rhythms of nature, the universe, and the mysterious. No day is boring when you engage the full spectrum of humanity's tools. That includes the universe above, how we feel on a given day, and what our instincts tell us we should focus on, even while our lists don't mention what we're, what we're sensing inside. Challenge yourself to see deeper. Seek, seek out synchronicity in your everyday life. This is a primary private uh, experience that you need to cultivate every day, every night, and in between. Find moments where you don't plan. And don't make lists or set up goals. Instead, follow the flow of moment-to-moment living whenever you can. The universe is a roadmap to consider, and the planets and stars, yes, the astrology, is a human storyline that is different for each of us. You won't find it in a book, in a church, or in a school. And let me say this. I have great respect for scientists, as I do for astrologers, but neither of them can tell you what the, the, the uh, seasons, the changes in the uh, passages, uh, when Saturn goes into a 20-year uh, uh, part of life that you're supposed to learn. Nobody can tell you about these experiences. You have to sense what matters to you and figure out which works and which resonates. An astrologer can't do that. She's working on math. She or he is working through mathematics and angles and can give you the exact dimension of where the stars are and, and, a, and a hypothesis of what it means. Only you can decide what that means. Nobody else can. You won't find it anywhere but in your own heart and in your mind through the portal of the mysterious. It's an adventure personal to you that manifests 
through the bravery of your choices over a lifetime of evolutionary change. Religion isn't required. Oh, but faith is. Thank you for listening today. I really hope you subscribe. My name is Taylor Marsh, and you've been listening to Astral Soul Lightning. Until next time. Thank you.